was that before Donna? That was. And that was a neat one. That sounded very um. Somebody else's world. I think it was called. I don't know. Sounded who it very. Is, yeah, don't you love how we rock. come on the air? This is yeah. cue the mic. You just kind of catch us mid conversation. <laughs> so before Donna, that was Sun Ra and his Astro Infinity Orchestra. Wow. Okay. Somebody else. But this is Donna Summer because this is cue the mic. Donna Summer. Donna Summer. Um, we have a guest, and I'm glad there's a guest who's in my generation because we have millennials and yeah, the millennial and Gen Z techno Gen babble. Z. So when I bring up stuff like Donna, they go, "Who? Wait a minute, she did what?" Um, I know so the we're song. Even. Yes, we're even. You know it now. Every week, okay. So we're gonna go back. <laughs> <laughs> this is cue the mic. Oh, you're listening to Germantown Community Radio, 92.9 FM, WGGTLP, Philadelphia, and online at gtownradio.com. Okay, so that's really just supposed to come on first, but it's okay, because Whoops. we're cue the mic. Cue Fox the mic. Just looking up at the ceiling. Oh, like I'm wondering why the pretty dope. lights don't work. Um, oh. Yeah, it's been a long... We have we extra fairy there? lights, but they're we not... We were, but like, I wasn't in the studio because I was dying. <laughs> yeah, we had Will on last still week. dying. Yeah. So. He enjoyed himself. Yeah. Um, and Said we, a naughty word at one point. He did. Trying he to, did because he wasn't whoops. warned. He was like, he oh, was, he was. He, he just didn't live, remember. You won't hear it. We did it. We <laughs> had the this conversation. This is why you have to listen in live. But you I'm going to back up. I and, don't think it's hooked up to anything. <laughs> yeah, and introduce ourselves. Yeah. I see the plug there. This is Doctor, Doctor Renee Norris Jones, not a medical doctor, but a scholar. Um, and I'm sitting in the studio with No, her. your pronouns are? Oh, my pronouns are. <laughs> Every single time, right? There we go. <laughs> I know. I know. My pronouns are she, her, doctor, and sometimes dude. Um, and I'm sitting across from... Uh, this is Fox. I'm distracted. She's Very easily. She's looking the ceiling like she's looking for airplanes. Distracted. Like no, I just really want these lights to work. They're the ambiance. They give me my... They give... They're... they're these lights that are on right now are just white, and the other ones are just a bunch of different colors, and they give me my inspiration. So we're going to have to to go on out. to go on in this show. So I'm distracted. Fox draws strength the from the from millennial the rainbow, aesthetic, but just no don't from the rainbow lights. Oh, they are rainbow lights. Okay. Instead of just the regular white lights, I want the rainbow lights. It's got a you know, it's it's my inspiration. Okay, <laughs> it's gone on too long. Um, this is Fox. I go by she, her, and hers. And we have a guest to my right. Would you mind introducing yourself? Hey, I'm uh, Rich Buttercavoli. My friends call me Ricky. And I am from Montgomery County. And mm. you founded the Montgomery County... LGBT Business Council. LGBT Business Council. Which is our Gay Chamber Council. of Commerce. Yeah. Cool. And then we have and our regular... Wait, and your pronouns are... Oh, there we go. He is the pronoun <laughs> today. I'm just making sure everyone's on, they, everyone's on track. They. 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 Oh. I just devolved to clapping. <laughs> yes. That was so rude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did this the fastest... This is the pronoun clap. Yeah. Oh, there it is. I'm a he, him, his. Uh, okay, sometimes cool. Sometimes I like being they, them, theirs. And yeah. Other times I feel more feminine. Awesome. You know? Yeah. Um, and I'm Griffin. I use they, them pronouns. Uh, that's about it. And Fox was just on me because I said he. So normally she brings out this little jar here and she shoves it in my face. It's the pronoun jar because someone. Oh my. Not Dr. Norris Jones. Is this a like, real thing now? Do we actually have a pronoun jar? It's, she throws it in my face every week. It has to be. A it's just thing. a symbol. It's a actually, symbol. Actually, it hasn't jar. been the last couple of weeks. I haven't had to do anything. Have I been good or you just yeah. weren't here? If someone would like to donate I'm like a, a mason hound, jar. I would have heard it. 
<laughs> I have so many. Please mason donate jars. your mason jar too. I, no, I we don't. We don't need donations for mason jars. Oh, I could bring the. Um, I just someone just gave me. There's a. Uh, there's an Instagram for the fo- the famous fox. I think it's Juniper the fox. And it's a really cute fox that somebody owns, like someone that's her pet. Oh, okay. And it's very cute and sweet and tame, and she makes a bunch of merch for it, and someone just gave me, it's like a little mug, and it's Aww. got the fox on it, just sitting all goofy with its legs out like this. Is it a live fox? No, yeah. Her? Hers? Uh-huh. Yeah, she has a pet fox. She doesn't live in the U.S., I don't think. Ah. Uh, uh. But it's very healthy, happy. She knows actually knows how to take care of it. I'm assuming she has a backyard. But she makes all this merch for it, and it's really, it's really well done. She like painted this like... But she's not making mural fox that collar. I have. She's making stuff for the fox. Oh no, she's making stuff with like the fox on it, like fox merch- merchandise. Stuff. Yes, yes. So and I just got one, and it's a cute little fox with a hat and a Santa hat, and it's just it's, yes. So we can use that because it's got I me on it. I wouldn't have. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't have you sacrifice your like present though. That's true. I would just bring it back every week, but knows I would probably break it if I moved it anywhere out of the house. So. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> We're going to move right along. So our guest, Ricky, is here. Um, and when we were setting up for the show, we realized that no one had a pronoun segment. Did you have something for pronouns? Because we have no, I, No, we do have a pronoun no, segment. No, I know we do. But we were okay. discussing it. Oh. Ricky, our guest, said he just was just a wealth of information. He was just coming up with all of this yes. stuff. So we were like, we're going with option number two. Did you already have something for pronouns? Not for pronouns, no. Oh, I have see? a tiny, teeny, tiny rant. That's okay. But it's more like an info. So this is a Ricky pronoun, yeah. why pronouns matter. And yeah, save, he saved our butts. Yeah, he did. So we're <laughs> going to have to owe you. So why do pronouns matter? So this for this uh, show, we have an article from The Morning Call. Um, and the article is titled, Non-Binary Student, Parent, and Parent, Sue Bethlehem School District. I, what does... Uh, I, whatever, uh, over misuse of pronouns. Um, and so it's about basically, so first first paragraph is a 15-year-old student who identifies as non-binary and their mother filed a federal lawsuit against Bethlehem Area School District and Colonial Intermediate Unit 20, alleging that the student was repeatedly torment, tor- tormented and abused, that's in quotation marks, by being referred to with the wrong pronouns and name. And so, complicated stuff. Um, it looks so. It's, I don't know. For me, I I feel really bad because the basically what the lawsuit is about is basically that by you know the student over and over again saying that like, hey, these are the pronouns I use. Please like refer to me using them. And, like, the teachers and staff at the school, like, repeatedly, like, not following through, it, like, caused them a lot of, like, dysphoria and stuff. And it's it's pretty awful. There's also one part in the article where on the student's birthday, they went in to talk to a counselor about it. And the counselor basically said, like, yeah, I'm not using they, them, I'm not going to use they, them pronouns for you. And they go, why? And they, and this counselor goes because my generation was taught that they and them are not singulars and that it's wrong so i'm just not going to do it okay and ricky how did you hear about this article 
It came across my news feed. Okay. Either uh, like a, I do a Google alert. Yeah, there we go. Right, it's nonprofit mics. I'm sorry, yeah. nonprofit mics. We have to be right up on them, <laughs> like they're your best friend. <laughs> I have Google alerts set for all this stuff. So okay. I got it in my email, and okay. I open them up, and if I feel like I want to share them, I do. Yeah. And this is one I felt like it should be shared. Yeah. Um, it's also local news, which it's is also which local is news. like right. that that adds another layer to it. I'm and, disappointed and, in the staff, a psychologist doing this. Right. Um, so was she a psychologist or was she just someone in the, that role? The counselor. Was actually he, a man. Uh, he was a man. He was the school counselor. Oh, so the, so the school district did like an investigation and they released a statement. We found no evidence that the student who identifies as non-binary slash trans was disrespected in any way. Although I'd consider that conversation pretty like, I don't know. To me, that's pretty disrespectful. Yeah. It's like very, it's also like very much like, you know, having that conversation with a counselor and the counselor being like, well, I'm not going to do that because I was taught it was wrong. Is like, that's what makes me concerned about the counselor and their education Right. Um, because right. we know that school districts don't always hire people. Like, I've talked to adults who have college degrees going, yeah, I'm teaching Spanish at whatever school, and I'm going, really, that's what you majored in? No, I majored in biology, but they needed someone <laughs> in the classroom, so they sent me in there. So yeah, that's yeah. That's why I was just like, was this counselor well, licensed? Not uh, yeah, I mean, my folks can't get it wrong. My but. elementary, middle school counselors were also pretty awful and just, in general, hated students. Yeah. So I'm not, like, kind of surprised that elementary schools would have these issues. So, like, but I'm wondering, like, if, if you're a medical, if you're a doctor, medicine changes so often. And so does psychology. But if you're a doctor, a medicine doctor, information in medicine changes so much that they say by your second year of med school like half of the stuff you learned in your first two years is going to be obsolete. But and because of that, you have to constantly go to trainings and retrainings to learn the new things that are coming out. I don't understand why they're not doing that with psychology because it is a part of the medicine field and well, it's just as important because things are still being discovered and still being understood. So like, why aren't they getting retrained? The piece for me is this is why it's really important. Everybody gets out and votes for their school boards. Mm. Um, That's true. You know, I hadn't thought about it have in to that get, way. You know, school boards that understand uh, trans policies for school districts. Right. And I know the Colonial School District in Conshohocken has one of the robust uh, trans policies in the state. Wow. So, um, you know, I... Anybody who's interested in, you know, school boards that are out there that are interested in having these trans policies put into place or at least reviewing them. Right. Right. You right. know, to reach out to, you know, the colonial school district. I'd also want to know what are the requirements for being a school counselor? Because it's a bachelor's degree in psychology. Right. Because I don't think, I don't think, uh, counselors would have to go to regular retraining like I, i've never they'd probably I don't, don't know. have most, to but they most, should most right. professions whether you're a lawyer you have continuing legal education yeah that's what as i mean most of these professions to, do right and, and it's a requirement that you have to do that's why i would say are they licensed or they just have a degree in psychology maybe yeah. it's something else you never know the background and that's where probably the family if they're right. suing uh, but it just doesn't fall with the counselor 
remember we have teachers too. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. the entire staff needs to be culturally competent. Mm-hmm. and trained in mm-hmm. that. That's like when we had Naima on the show and, and she was talking about how, you know, how the ACLU teamed up with Philly City and made all of those um, trainings and stuff mandatory for schools in Philly that deal with youth 18 or under. Right. And, and that should Didn't be... we talk about Naima? You know Naima? Yes. Yes. Love her. Yes. She's yes. amazing. Yes. I, I, I can't um, wait to have her back on the show. And that Naima was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> one of our upcoming guests is... Oh. I would love to be invited back when she's on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Are, you of, are you thinking of Deja? Yes. Um, she's coming on, and she's been doing some work. There's a lot of folks that are doing a lot of good things, and mm-hmm. I've just been hitting them up, and they're all of a sudden going, I'll take this date, I'll take that date. So yeah. our calendar's yeah. filling up. Um, I just invited Deja to uh, community, uh, community conversations at uh, Plymouth Township Police Department. Wow. We are discussing LGBT issues there. Wow. So... Reach out to her. And Ricky is, um, Ricky and I connected. How did we connect? <laughs> Through Barry Rawhouse. Yes. So one of my other jobs um, as an accountant is Barry Rawhauser, which is the, he's the executive director of the Montgomery, Montgomery County Historical Association. Right. And we were talking about something. It's like, Renee, your radio show, this guy, Ricky, I met him. You should connect with him. And I think on Facebook we tried to connect a couple of times. Flattered. And then. Um, my lovely nails, and I had my first facial. <laughs> well, our first meeting, we met at a spa, so and we had a spa meeting. Um, <laughs> it was, it was oh my god, lovely! Uh, it was my first. Oh my god, the facial it was, was lovely. So what was terrific. it like? I've never. I wanted oh to god, get one. Have to go. I think been. all meetings should start at spas. Yeah, and I, I'm usually. I mean, it's I very like, Roman, <laughs> like like <laughs> like bathhouse kind <laughs> of. As I like look, a social <laughs> gathering. I love my nails done, but I, I don't get off like women go i can't wait to go i am bored out of my life out of my yeah, bored to I, tears with I manny don't. and petty's i'm bored if i have to go get my hair cut and colored and manny and petty i am fit to be tied for the rest of the day as long as you can like listen to like i'd listen to a podcast i, I okay. don't want to go but that was the first meeting and we had the facials and then it was it was a great day that's awesome mm, got yeah. my brows done the whole bit yeah um but that's how we met and he was just telling me about all these people and i missed their gala because they gala because i was sick it was the Love Wins Gala, right? Uh, presented by the Montgomery County LGBT Business Council. Yes, and you were honored. I was honored. Yeah, and I was. That's awesome. It was crazy. Um, I lost it three times. I bet. The first time I lost it when I saw everybody coming in dressed in tuxedos. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Wow. Wow. And. Um, then I lost it when I saw Madeline Dean, uh-huh. our congress, the congresswoman in the first congressional district. Wow. Um, oh. Or fourth congressional district come in uh, to present me with uh, recognition. Okay. So that was. That's was, wonderful. I was not expecting that. Uh, and then uh, when, was and when Melissa introduced me. Uh, and to present the award. Right, Melissa and Melissa Buckman's, is now the... She is now the board president of the Montgomery County LGBT Business Council. I pretty much passed the baton to her uh-huh. so I can move on and get some other work done in the LGBT community in Montgomery County. And she's doing a great job. But when I heard her break up introducing me, yeah. I lost it. Yeah. So um, it was a fun night. It was a really fun night. Uh, Tina Montgomery. That name uh, sounds familiar. She is a... Um, out trans performer. Wow. Um, she 
is a class act. Okay. I highly recommend uh, seeing her show. And it yeah. sounds so familiar. But in a brief conversation with Ricky, he was just like, yeah, so when do you know the, this county? Help me out with the counties. You know, you need to meet this person in this county and that county. So he's going to be coming back and bringing us. Yeah, okay, connecting, so. like, the greater Philadelphia. Yes, the greater is Philadelphia like, LGBT yeah. communities. Um, it's, always, it's always good stuff. Well, that's what I'm known for. Yeah. I love connecting people together. Yeah. Well, in, like, just, areas like this, it's important, too, because it's, it's like, it, in, like, many places in Pennsylvania and... And you're from Harrisburg, other, right? Yeah, and other, oh. other areas. Well, and not from originally. That? That's... Harrisburg. Har- Harrisburg um, County? I don't know. I'm just guessing. No, it's not Harrisburg. I can't remember what it is. I'm not from from there. I just right. moved from there. But um, I'm sure I'd remember it. Um, what county is that? Any other time. What county is Harrisburg? Um, no one knows because it's Harrisburg. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's 52 or 62 counties. I'm going to feel real dumb when I... Wait, Dauphin County. Dauphin. Okay. I think okay. it is uh-huh. That sounds about right. right. Um, yeah, I, I did taxes there for like three years. You think I'd know that? Yeah. Um, but like with a lot of places in places like Pennsylvania and like Texas, the LGBT community is so much bigger in cities. And then there's just all this rural area around the cities where you have all these LGBT that exist, but there's not, especially like where I'm from, from in New York, this happens like the, where I'm from in New York is like the Perry County of, of New York. And things like Perry County. I've heard of Perry County. All all the places around the cities that are much of a small town, much mm-hmm. more of like a, I'll say re- Republican dominated areas. Uh, there are LGBT people, but they just not don't always feel like they can come out, like they can right uh, so. gather together. So like including them in this net that we're casting around Philly is a good thing because they a lot of people probably don't have anything out over there except I for to come to Philly. I have an interesting story for y'all uh-huh. with, with regards to this. So back in 1990, I managed a gay club in Norristown. It was called the Westside Club or WSC. So we opened up with a, a regular R license. What's um, an R license? Uh, you stay open till two. Okay. Uh, um, okay. And then we had the opportunity to go after hours. Okay. So we did. And, um, so people would come in and we're like, oh, we're a private club now. Please fill out this membership card and it's $10. And then I would uh, take these membership cards and I would plug them in a computer. And one day we hit 3,000 members. Wow. Wow. And I said to myself, self, I said, I said, where the frig? Uh-huh. Are all <laughs> Good job. <laughs> where, where are all these you know, queens coming from? I said <laughs> right. to myself. So I ran a report by zip code, uh-huh. and I found a really interesting observation. So they came from Reading, huh. New Hope, Allentown, wow. Lancaster, Harrisburg, Norristown, King of Prussia, Phoenixville, wow, Philadelphia, and believe it or not, New York. Huh. Wow. <laughs> so immediately it popped out to me what everything they had in common. Can you guess? Small towns? Well, I'm not feeling not New Harrisburg, York, not NYC. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. Gay bars. Mm. Oh. They all had a gay bar. And I said, wow. Wait a minute, they owned a gay bar? They, Harrisburg had a gay bar. Reading had oh, a gay all bar. The locations. Although right, I will right, say right. about Harrisburg, they don't have a lesbian bar, which kind of sucks. They have a bunch of gay bars and like they had a, bu- they had a bar that kind of everyone went to, but that's been 
destroyed. Um, but they didn't have it like a lesbian bar. Like well, it's hard to, you know what I mean? Like you can, we can all go to each one, but it's different having like, yeah. What was the one we hit in Philly? The, the gay sisters, the lesbian? sisters and mamzelle. Well, there's, there's the toasted, yeah. is, is toasted walnut, like a very lesbian esque bar now. Uh, it's owned by lesbians. Yeah. And then glow. What is it? Was it? They bar? change so much. I mean, I literally if you're like, if you've not been out in like a couple of months ago, I'm sorry. What's, do, what's the do latest Do you remember mamzelle's? I don't worry. So you know what? There's so many places I just don't remember the names. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine took me there when I was, Where was it? 20, probably. Where uh, was it? I forget. It was down in Alley, and all the walls were pink. I remember that. Was this like down around 2nd or 3rd and Archer, maybe uh, somewhere? I was there, there, there were so once. many places that I couldn't tell you the names of them. Right. Actually, the friend that took me there, uh, her name was Maureen Smith, mm-hmm. and that's how we kind of met... So Barry Rawheiser, um, who is the executive director of the Montgomery County Historical Society, I reached out to him because when I was running this club in Norristown, I threw a big Halloween party, uh-huh. and Maureen came, and she was an artist going to school at the Art Institute uh-huh. in Montgomery County What's Community. What's Maureen's last name? Maureen Smith. Huh, okay. She has since passed. Okay. But... I threw this big Halloween party, and she came in and took pictures of the drag queens and transformed them later into uh, pieces of six-feet art. That's why I know the story. Big pieces of artwork. Yes. So she passed, and I went to the funeral, and I said to her family, you know, whatever happened to those paintings? This is 30 years ago. Mm. And they're like, we still have them. So uh, we're having them curated at the Montgomery County Historical Society. I'm wow. so excited. Yes. I want to go see them. That's yeah. awesome. So exciting. Yes. I'm going to say, if you want to see a really good drag show, if you ever end up in Harrisburg again, they, it's, got, it's like, it's gotten a little, like the gay scene has gotten better in a way where it just, I know people that have lived there for long, but people just seem like they're more comfortable being out. And I think there's this bar called JB Love Drafts that's been around for a couple of years now. And they've been hosting this drag night every every month mm-hmm. and a couple of other special occasions. And it's one of the most interesting, like, diverse kinds of drag shows I've seen. It's very, very cool. There's a lot of really crazy, like, acts. There's a fire breather person. Wow. Wow. There's, wow. like, just really, if you ever find it, it's called Fruit Boots. And if you ever find yourself in Harrisburg. That's the bar? No, no, no. The bar is JB Love Drafts, and the event is called Fruit Boots Drag okay. Show. Okay. And sometimes they have like off-month events where they'll have like another event in the month that's called something uh, else right. for like Halloween Drag Show or something like that. But it's it's really cool. Like so that's really cool. You guys yeah, are the millennials here and Gen Z. I, I, Millennial I, Gen, Gen Z. Z. Gen Z okay. yeah, yeah. Get it right. I know. I'm, I'm kidding. Baby I'm kidding. Boomer. I'm kidding. Baby Boomer. Baby. I guess, yeah, I'm a baby boomer. Yeah, so a lot of times I say things and I'm alone. I mean, generation lines don't really matter in the long run. But I'm really upset about is we're losing our gay bars. Yeah. And um, with that, there's a lot of loss of culture. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm really concerned about it. And I actually brought it up at a leadership summit uh, in California that I went to um like do lgbt community centers have a responsibility to help keep our gay bars open um there's a difference between a heterosexual what let me see a gay friendly gay bar oh wait Mm -hmm. a heterosexually 
Heterosexual, gay, gay friendly, friendly, heterosexual bar. bar. Yeah. Okay. Right. Say and, it faster. And the opposite. Say it faster. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a heterosexually gay friendly, friendly bar. Okay. Yeah. A, there is a oh, yeah. huge Yeah, difference. and I read an article about people because I came here and I was really excited about the gayborhood. Like I was like, we had nothing. In, we didn't really have that much in Harrisburg. You know, we had like stallions and stuff like that. But I was like, yes, the gayborhood. I can just come around and I can just go there and I'll find other gay people to hang out with. And... Uh, it didn't really work out like that. And then I read this article where people were saying like the neighborhood used to be so great and it still is, but, but something has changed and it just seems like every Friday night I'm in there and half people in there are hetero and not that they're bad. It's just that they don't understand that they're in a gay space and they kind of take up so much space and they don't even really respect the gay people there. And it's really made us feel like we've lost that as a wow. safe place and that was really disappointing That's to hear because right. Woody's, you know someone right? that came in late yeah it was yeah. i was about Woody's. Yeah. yeah yeah um which i've been to before and i think i was very drunk and i didn't know where i was and i just told that it was a gay <laughs> bar but i remember looking around and being like this doesn't feel like a gay bar so i'll tell you the first time that i know of where i noticed this shift so atlantic city studio six there was a club called studio six been there forever um, hotel, um, disco, huh. bar, another bar with, you know, the pinball machines and the the um, pool table, you know, the whole bit. Um, so the owner had this great space. Um, even celebrities used to come and visit it because, wow. you know, gay, gay clubs were the thing. Where, yeah. where were you going to get the best late show and the best music right. was you went to a gay club. Right. Um, now I'm going back to the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Here, um, here, here, here for the millennials. <laughs> <laughs> so, I also laugh in the 90s. <laughs> kind of. The same owner I have also no had. In the 90s. <laughs> so the, the same owner also had a go go boy bar a few blocks down uh-huh. somewhere on New York Avenue mm-hmm. or another, you know, th- three. Well, we started losing money. I, rem- I remember one in there once and it was a bunch of. Much older man sitting around the bar, you know, boys on poles, the whole bit. But it started losing money. So he decided to change it over to a, pardon the expression, titty bar. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, so for straight men. For straight men. So now there's girls yeah, on like We poles. don't have enough of those. So, so <laughs> right, right. We just have to toy Although, that. interestingly, I've heard those have been downsizing too, which oh, is a, yeah. which is, yeah. That's a really, is that like... I like, I'm so mixed on that because one hand I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's like sucks for the women that make their living that way. And the other hand, like, I know that that like uh, um, business is such a huge gateway to like sex trade and like women get sucked into these horrible situations Mm -hmm. or like just get straight up kidnapped. So I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm on the fence about it, but it still does suck for them. Yeah. Like the... Sucks for them both ways. Major, there's a news story a while ago that like Hooters is like... Yeah. There's like massive downsizing. And wow. And so anyway, sorry, well, sidetrack. Da- there's dating apps too that cause the Right, yeah, for various reasons. So, and, and why is Hooters doing a downsizing? Because they, they can't afford to keep places open, I guess. Uh, I just, they're losing money. I don't smaller. know. I got a job offer for Hooters once while I was at a Hooters. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm all right. I am good. <laughs> Considering you're sizing me up and telling me I, I have a job here, I, I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The, Mr. Man. To continue with that story, what happened was a camaraderie developed with these girls uh-huh. and the gay bar. 
because right. it was the same owner. Right. So they're like, oh, they got off their shift. Right. And where were they? Let's go dancing with the best music and the best light show there yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And they told their boyfriends. Uh. So the boyfriend showed up and they're like, wow, this place is great. And before you know it, <laughs> I showed up one night. I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. I didn't know who was who. <laughs> um, and that was the dem- That's really interesting. That's a really interesting oh, dynamic there. The so heck? he decided later, because of what was happening, another building opened up mm. behind Studio 6. And he bought it and turned it into Club True and tried to make that the head of sexual war. Right, but the by topless bar, b- just no, okay. just a, a, a disco okay. for okay. Know, heterosexual people. Mm-hmm. Okay. But by then, right, it, it was destroyed. Yeah, um, and very, very sad. So that was the end of an era in yeah. Atlantic City. Wow, that's like on a way smaller scale because Harrisburg is so much smaller than Atlantic <laughs> City. The like one bar besides the, the assigned like two gay bars, that was like. When I went there, it was booming. There was like all the gays went there. Harrisburg. It was yeah, it was amazing. It was called HMAC and Harrisburg Music and Arts Center. Although I don't think it had an acronym back then, and it was just it was great. Everyone went there. Everyone knew that all the gays hung out there. We all felt safe going there. It was it was awesome, and they had cool musical acts and karaoke. And then like stuff just started happening, and it, the owners started doing weird stuff, and it's just like suddenly we all like woke up and came there, and it was just this like straight kitchen bar wow. we're like what happened to this place like this was like this was amazing and then it uh, now there's still the tally ho in lancaster which i is love gay. that name yeah <laughs> the tally ho i love the it tally ho uh, yeah i've never name. been there but uh i'm dying to go um oh my, my friend peter used to spin there and um every once in a while i'll catch a facebook post um god my friend ben lives in lancaster and i feel like He's got to go there all the time. I could just hear him going, Tellio! It, <laughs> it looked like a nice crowd when I saw the post. I just love that name. My God. Uh, so, <sighs> Montgomery County lost all its gay bars. Huh. Um, so the uh, Lark Bar sat on a bridge in Norristown. It was the, actually the oldest gate, actually Bridgeport, I'm sorry. And um, it was the, what I understand, the oldest gay bar in Pennsylvania. And because the bridge was structurally deficient, um, they knocked it down. And the owner was wow. like 80 years old and said, I can't do this anymore. Right, yeah. He sold a liquor license. So um, we've had several bars that have closed yeah. um, due to just weird circumstances, not from lack of patronage. Right, just from other. Just yeah. from other like bizarre stuff that happened. So i've been hosting gorilla gay bar <laughs> in montgomery county which is a traveling lgbt bar um that i do every second saturday that's pretty cool yeah 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 it's a cool idea yeah like a traveling yeah well the point of it really is a bigger vision mm-hmm. so again when i had noticed um with the data that i had mm-hmm. where People migrated towards gay bars. Right. Uh, so there were communities mm-hmm. surrounded by gay bars. Fast forward 2019 when I stepped off the board to try to put on a pride festival and try to do other work. Um, I said, isn't it interesting? Wherever there's a gay bar, there's also a community center and there's also a pride festival. 
Right. When you think hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, well, how do I get a gay bar open? <laughs> so um oh so you're gonna you're gonna so, create the other things so first <laughs> that's this, really interesting yeah, create that, to, like a try, vacuum effect yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to do this gorilla gay bar so i you actually copied the, the right idea place. they <laughs> yeah, I materialize yeah I saw it. that's cool york was doing it york pennsylvania oh i used to live there too yeah well wow, they, really? they, they, they really do a pride. gorilla gay bar and i was like oh wow this is cool i'm like so i contacted Wait, the organizer and he See, said, I, I knew you would love this. I knew you would love this. <laughs> I just, I can't even imagine, man, York just seemed like the least gay place on earth. <laughs> well, I contacted the organizer. Great guy. Um, geez, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I wish I knew because I want to give him a plug. Um, but I contacted him and we spoke and he told me how he came about doing this. Um, it was actually something that was done back in the 80s in L.A., um, where they, ha- when they had pagers, <laughs> so oh they, they paged all these guys and <laughs> Another said... Another baby boy. Right? Yeah, they would page these now, I've, folks. I have a little sidebar. I'm sorry. Do you guys remember pagers? I know what they are. I've seen them in old movies. movies oh, and old movies? Oh, yeah. my God. Oh I've seen them God. in 90s I never movies. had one. You are, I that's had a so pager. weird, man. Yeah. I well, for my that. daughter. I had a daughter, so... Um, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I had a next show. That was yeah. my first. That's so, yeah, yeah I just can't show. even like picture a gay bar in New York because I came out in New York. That's because I was in college, you know? It was the college, it wasn't York. And I just can't even remember like one gay space anywhere. Where yeah, is it? Is it so operating he's, now? He's still doing it. Huh. I mean, it took a little break and it's been a while, so it's, it might have it's going been after on. Me. Uh-huh. Well, he saw that there was a renaissance going on with restaurants in New York. So that's, that's why he did it. Um, but he also told me, he says, but we do the coffee house edition. And he said, the coffee house edition brings out the organizers. They're the ones that come together around coffee yeah. and say, let's do this and huh. let's do that. And I was I like, bingo. Now, now, where's York in relation to Harrisburg? It's and like Lancaster? straight down from Harrisburg. You just go right, uh, eighty-three. You go there. straight down eighty-three for like a half an hour, and you smack into it. All right, it's so right off eighty-three. When I took my daughter to college, I couldn't deal with ninety-five, so we would come she over go, the turnpike. She go to York? No, she went oh. to Mary Baldwin College in Virginia. But the <laughs> first so time we went to <laughs> tried to go ninety-five, oh, it was a nightmare going through DC. So then we would take the turnpike over and take eighty-three mm-hmm. straight into Stanton, Virginia. So I yeah, know it goes the all the way down. You there's an exit right past right before Harrisburg for 83, and we would take 83 south. So York is over there near Shippingsburg, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That's as far as my geographical knowledge of the York so, area but it's goes. 183. Yeah, it's 83. I 83. Okay. Um, that's funny you mentioned that because I was I've been trying to start something. Um, I I only posted it in the next door for now because I. It's it's got an East Falls group, and I've been trying to. I made a group, and I was like, anyone that's gay in East Falls, you should join this group because I wish, I don't know anybody in East Falls that's gay. I don't know anybody right. in East Falls, but I just it's a it's a weird smaller town mm-hmm. of an area, and I was like, I don't know how to find any of you, um, and I'd like to be able to just like hang out and walk somewhere and hang out with somebody. East Falls in Philly, yeah, okay, and I walk it's like make weirdly Park there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, and I, I just couldn't. F- I don't know. I just like couldn't run into anybody. And I was like is there like a gay place here? And everyone's like, no, not really. And I was like, well, can we like make one? Not like literally make one. Cause we don't have enough money, you know, but 
can we find like a coffee like a daytime thing yeah, i would yeah, always yeah. wish that like especially for gay people because we come in so many different ages and sizes and have a lot of us have trouble playing house with the coffee shop on midvale going down the hill from mcmichael park it's on the right hand side <laughs> it's on the right hand side no um, no i haven't it's, it's the it's a little cute plant shop, but on the other half, it has the people who have the coffee house, and I suck with names. Really? Yeah. Um, I know there's Vault and Vine, but it's very tiny. And yeah, most- that's what I'm talking about, oh. Vault and Vine. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's so small, though. It's yeah. like got like two tables, and yeah. it's mostly a shop. So that place is really cool because it's got a bunch of plants. And yeah, they, they have the little I think it's like a place. trope that gay women love plants, and I'm no <laughs> exception to yeah. that. Yeah, that's the only place I can think of. Um, but that's the thing. I was like, there's nowhere for us to hang out and meet. And um, I was really, because like a lot of, there's like a really big disparaging of like LGBT have alcohol issues or don't want to drink because of that. Exactly because right. of a lot of reasons. Exactly right. right. And I think it would be really nice to see a daytime or like a non-drinking gathering place. Yeah. That's very, if not made for LGBT, very, very friendly for LGBT. I, that would be awesome. Yeah. I, I feel a little bad because during all this, I'm like, that, that's kind of like the, the two levels of disconnect for me is the one is like, <laughs> I don't really drink all that right. much. And then the other one is that like, I'm a massive nerd. <laughs> and then the third one is I'm very Philly based. So I like don't yeah. get out very much. So yeah. I just, that, that's, yeah. But, um, but you drink coffee. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I like one or the other. <laughs> what, yeah, as as we were thinking about this, I'm like, wow, it like I I mentioned this over and over again, but for like one of the most um accepting like queer friendly spaces that I've been in is this Dungeons and Dragons community in this <laughs> in this in Amalgam uh coffee shop and uh comic book store in North Philly. And it's like and where great. is it? Oh, I'd have Welcome. to look it up. Yeah, yeah. It's really we, we easy don't. to do, though. Put, put, just it's, do a pop up. Like it's near yeah, hunting it's station. Easy, but like, oh, it never feels like it happens, you know. Yeah, but do a pop up. Just create. The, how isn't there the meet <laughs> yeah? Up? I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird up, area because then you go. East Falls into, is a weird area. It's very small. It's very small, and everything's really. I mean, it's, it's mostly it's everything's mostly residential. In. So th- yeah, there's a little. And then there's like a there's like a street or two, and it's got stuff on it. But there's like a lot of people density wise yeah. that live there. It's a little for the non amount of <laughs> like gathering. What's the next town that there are? It's it's like Germantown, Manioc, in Roxborough. And then North Philly. There's a little like Winnifield or some. Stuff. Amalgam is on Frankfurt Falls. Ave, by the oh, way. Oh, I know that is so near Hunting that's, Station. So that's not North Philly. That's, that's like <laughs> um, Kensington, Lower Northeast over there. That's not really North Philly. Oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's okay. But there's this little <laughs> restaurant. Um, it's a French restaurant, but they have outside tables. Fiorno? Yes. That's right. That's two, three, four houses down from. Oh, I shouldn't say that in the air. Yeah. It's very <laughs> close to where I live. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, they but that's outside, like a really expensive right, but French outside, eatery. Though, but outside the tables, I've seen groups of people out there. Yeah, but it's like a really expensive, like fancy dinner, dinner, dinner place. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe like an off hour before they open. I don't, they don't open until like not, three, though, yeah, I don't think. It's not a But it is always packed. Find somebody with a basement and open something up like underground. I would love like to. That's why I was gathering. Up. And I've got like 25 people in the group, which is more really? than I even expected to get in the group. Granted, like that's really nobody cool. gets on the group. You're going to have to just take check. over someplace. You're going to have to take yeah. over. Yeah. What's know, the like, place? He's got this groundswell. It's up to you to Let's like, go. you have to seize this momentum. Oh, yeah. you know what? The man every truck, the trolley cars down there on Maine. 
It it is. It's quite large. Oh. Um. I think that the person that Whoops. owns Trolley Color <laughs> actually commented on that post and said, you guys are always welcome here. Nice huh. And I was you. like, oh, okay. that's cool. Because I know the one in West Philly that used Check to be out. open was very, um, sure. very gay friendly. Um, like the one in West Philly used to be employed by a lot of LGBT, a lot of people of color, and like a lot of people like that gathered there. But then it closed down, which really sucks. Hmm. I think so. <gasps> so, um, here. I'm scarily um, excited. Anywho, um, so I'm checking my message. We had a banging on the door. Um, people don't know. We it actually have a sounded like bed. someone dropping something, and then I heard a rustling upstairs. Yeah. So I think someone dropped something down the stairs. Possibly the cute child I keep hearing. There was a rustle in it was the a studio. Rustle. It was a ghost. Oh, it was the, the ghost the of Donna Summers. Was dropped? No. Oh. <laughs> what happened? No. Um, Beware the that? Ides of March. I would not be this calm. All right. So we <laughs> are, Ricky, dropped. it is so good having you here. We're just chatting it up about, uh, this man is just a wealth of information. Just a oh, wealth yeah. of information. Um, and he knows so <sighs> many and we need And we need to have you career. back as well. Yeah. Because plan, you, right? you have yeah. so much information. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh. definitely the plan. He's just going to come back and bring people, oh, yeah. people, people. Oh. I mean, at our spa meeting, it was just, I knew it was this one and this one and this one. <laughs> and I hate that I missed the gala because mm-hmm. it was just so many people in that it's one a, space. They're great networking events. I just, I really do. Um I'm constantly connecting people on Facebook, like instant messaging, uh-huh. <laughs> to need to know each other for one reason or another. And then I just step back and let them do whatever they're going to do together. Um, I'm actually starting a networking happy hour, uh, like six people tops every third Friday. I wow. think I'm going to do it. Oh, What's it cool. going to be? Yeah. Hmm? It's going to be up in your neck of the woods? Yeah, my neck of the woods. I guess I'll move around. And yeah, it was again, a hike. It was like it was like carefully an hour selected drive. people that oh, just okay. I just think need to know each other. Yeah, for one reason. Yeah, or another. You, you should rotate that from from county to county. <laughs> <laughs> no, from bar to bar. Well, yeah, or have it on Thursdays right after you're done here, <laughs> and be like, all right, everyone head over to blah blah <laughs> wherever the place I, is going to be. I, I travel lightly, so we are. Our time is just running through. Um, Thank Ms. you so much for having me. Oh, yes. Time flies yeah. when you're having fun. I know. Miss Fox does a political rant. Or a general rant. A yeah, general, I'm changing, general. I am switching that to a general rant because, A, I will probably bleed from my eyeballs if I keep talking about politics. Yeah. Because I'm getting very overwhelmed with Can it. Can you just tell us a little bit about what's happening politically? Just oh, God. That's just? too much to... Um, okay. Elizabeth it, Warren has dropped out of the presidential race uh, following Bloomsburg Super Tuesday. dropped out. Uh, Buttigieg dropped Bloomberg, out. Yeah. Warren dropped out. So now it's, so now it's between uh, Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. And... Uh, Gabby is still in it. Oh, pfft. I know. She has. She has like. Doesn't she have like one? Uh, she does. Delegate. She's and trying. Everyone else is on like five hundred or She's something. She's trying, man. Yeah. And everyone that's dropped out besides. No, everyone that's dropped out besides Warren has endorsed Biden. Unfortunately, yeah. Warren. People are looking at Warren. They're like, "What, what is doing? your next move?" It's going to be important because yeah. she is the only Whichever other progressive person on that stage. Whichever she decides to endorse is going to be a big deal. Mildly progressive person on that stage. Right. Um, yeah, it's a little scary because uh, I don't, in my personal opinion, I don't think Biden is that far from... I, I don't understand how he can be considered a Democrat. 
and I don't. He's an old fashioned. He is, and I don't think we should be having a president that wants to cut funding for abortion. I don't think that as a democratic candidate should be viable because we already get that fight on the Republican side. We don't need it from our own side. Yeah. So I know that that was he did that. And I don't keep up with politics. I don't pretend to keep up he with politics. He just rebuked that last year, and I'm okay. pretty sure he just came back out and said that he probably is going to do that again. Oh man! I'm gonna um, say I'm gonna I'm gonna stick no. with that that like you were burning. Uh, right? He also meme. didn't even support gay marriage Democrats, until like please don't make me vote for Joe Biden. Sixty nine or something. He didn't even support <sighs> gay marriage until. Like not that long ago, he was also anti-busing, which was a big deal. There were a yeah, lot the of debates. comparisons of between Biden and Trump. Um, I saw see them. Actually, a, a post today where like it was the same thing that there was m- not much difference. Wow. Um, was not a Biden fan. Um, I don't think Biden is Trump. I just I don't think, think he's he can win no, against Trump not, not either, which all. is the other yeah, dangerous part. So here, here's here's the thing. Um, but we need to support him if he is the candidate. Oh, we yeah. Right. Absolutely. And that was yeah. my thing. I we do not dilute the vote if it means that Trump's going to stay in office. As tiring as Vote Blue, no matter who is, this time around, it needs to happen. But, but more importantly, burning people that are saying they won't, you know, they're already saying, oh, well, I'm not going to support I think a lot Biden. of people are saying that, but I think people will still but vote. But we have to get people coming out anyway. Bernie? Didn't they say if Bernie's not a candidate, we're not going to vote or something? Well, and he and Bernie was like, don't do that. Yeah. And a lot of and people then campaigned like, okay. for Hillary for the right. rest of because he's the he knows season. what he knows what's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then some people turn around and like, okay, I guess I should. But that's the thing is, that I don't I don't think Biden could win against Trump. I don't because he's just a watered down Trump. Why would he? Mm-hmm. Why would I don't I don't just in my opinion, yeah. I don't think he's strong enough. Like, like in a in a, which doesn't mean we shouldn't vote for him. If he is a nominee, we should vote for him. But like for one thing, people of like my demographic, my age are not turning out like they're supposed to be. Like right. they're not turning out enough and it's, it's exactly really right. irritating because we're all talking about how should we turn out and how politics are so important but like a lot of people my age aren't and that's that's exactly what happened the first time we got Trump is yeah. that people didn't vote. So the Pennsylvania or well actually the national um let's see how the United States young democrats I so there's the national Young Democrats, then each state has its own Young Democratic okay. Committee. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Pennsylvania Young Dems, who, right. um, great guy, uh, DeLuca. I can't think of his first name right now. But that's okay. You got the last stuff. name. That's better than me half the time. Um, been talking to him about engaging Montgomery County Young Democrats um, mm. to get them out, um, particularly um, black, brown, and Asian Young mm-hmm. Democrats, right. uh, to get them involved because we will not win this election. Um, well, I, I shouldn't assume everybody here is a Democrat. I everyone in the radio station <laughs> at this point right. is a Democrat. The, when we when we say we, we are talking about the four but, people in this room who right. happen so to be Democrats. Here is the thing the that's really station, but. inspiring, though. We have millennial. Is it Gen Y? Z. 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 To have this oh. demographic, to have this demographic talking about politics is very inspirational. Yes, yes. Yeah. I agree with that. You know, that's totally, the thing. We are totally, mobilizing totally. the way we're all talking about it, but the voter and I think, like, I don't know if it's because people think, oh, it's just the uh, caucus, 
right you know i'll vote when it comes but like the caucus is what decides who we vote on in the end so it's still just as important now i know that there's measures happening and people i've reportedly from what i've seen have been getting screwed out of voting like things have been happening to the machines or people are waiting in line for 10 hours which like right. wouldn't make anyone right. want to go home if they have jobs yeah. or kids. Like yeah. how could they stand there all night? But they, a lot of them did. Yeah, that's Texas, and right. that's unacceptable. It's not like our technology isn't advanced enough to make this a more streamlined. Like yeah. we're not, we're not a country that doesn't have technology. It's just it's ridiculous. By the way, it's TJ TJ DeLuca, and t- please let everybody know I did not look him up on my phone. It did come back. Yeah, it came back. Hey TJ, what's up, brother? Um, so we're going to move on to, you have like two minutes for a political rant. Did we just eat most of that up? That was most of it. Actually, that was most of it. Uh, the only thing I wanted to do for that part of the segment is actually an infor- informative thing. Uh-huh. Uh, my friend Michael brought this to my attention, which is with all of the rises in, you know, web surfing and all the things we do electronically. A lot of people don't understand how to go to a site and know that it is safe or go to a site that they don't know is, isn't safe. And giving their information. That's exactly right. So basically, if you're ever on a website and it's... So, for example, if it's, say, Apple.com, it has a .com and it ends. That means it is Apple.com and you are fine. If it says Apple.com slash, and the example he gave was evil, um, evil hyphen doers slash, it's still good because the .com was itself... And there is nothing after the dot com as in like another dot com. It's just a slashes. That just means the path that you're going to. That's still okay. Now, if it says something like evil.doers.apple.com, the apple.com was the last one. It, you are still attached to apple.com. You're fine. If it said apple.com.evil.doers, that was then the last um, server, that evil.doers. That is a trap, and that means you are on an unsafe server. So if you are ever on a site and you don't, you're not totally sure if it's safe. One, you can look for the there's a little lock at the top left of every single address. That if usually that is, works. Usually, this is like one safe. This is one safe you can look for. If mm-hmm. it's unlocked, it's not safe. If it's locked, generally it means there are some safeguards. And then the second thing to look for is the URL. And like I said, if it has .com at the very end, if it's got uh, anything is safe besides the apple.com dot something dot something, meaning that you are attached to another server that you didn't mean to go to. So thank you, Michael, for bringing that to my attention. That's something very important because people are getting their information stolen left and right. And it's pretty detrimental. That's good information. Yeah. I didn't know that stuff. Mm-hmm. I can actually post the link. I, I posted it on my Facebook, but I'll post a link on the Q the Mic Facebook so you can see a visual representation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For people yeah. that are having a hard time visualizing no, what I'm saying. Great. Hey, before we shut down, <laughs> if anybody is on Facebook out there and they're LGBT and they live in Monco and they want to come to a Gorilla Gay Bar, we do have a Gorilla Gay Bar Montgomery County Facebook private group. Awesome. Yes, and if you send that to, add it to our page and send it to me, I'll post it so it shows on our feed, but put it on the feed. We'll Sweet. definitely share it, yeah. Thank you, Renee. S- you're welcome. So we have two quick things, and we have five minutes, okay? Um, so our gas queue. Gas queue is gay answers to straight questions. You know how you get those odd questions, and you just go, <laughs> really? Would you be asking me this if I were straight? Sometimes I don't know how to answer them. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Um, Here we attempt to answer yeah. them. <laughs> so, because it is about education. Um, so here is a gas queue. Um, 
Did your gayness run in your family? Is that why you? Is that why you're gay? Ooh. Interestingly, for me, that's the answer is yes. There is some genetic proof that it can be genetic. Can huh. be. Can be. can be. So it doesn't mean that's why you're gay. Yeah. So on the on the surface level, it's kind of a bad faith question, right? Uh, but um, on a more in depth level, there hasn't really been a cons- there, so. People people talk about like oh is there a gay gene? There hasn't really been one that's found. Um, there are a couple indicators that may contribute because it's being gay is more about than just ah yes attraction on off. It's more complicated than that. Um, so mm-hmm. genetics are extremely complicated, especially with things like personal decision making and all that. So on one hand. That's a very complicated question to answer that you'd have to ask a biologist it's who's like, like studying a right. it. Spectrum, like the gen, like the gender right. spectrum, yeah. there's the huh. sexuality spectrum, yeah. right? Right. Wow. Okay. And on the other yeah. hand, like it's also implying that it's like that fight where people are like, if you have gay kids, if you're gay and you raise kids, they're going to be gay, or like if you hang out with gay people, they're going to be like it's the same idea of like you can just be gay from just being in long term contact right. with a gay person, which obviously isn't necessarily true. Right. Not that there's a problem with it, people. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So now we're going to end with newsworthy <laughs> or not. Newsworthy or not is our attempt to bring forth all the things that are news that happened that we couldn't talk about in an hour. So this is a really, it's supposed to be a quick segment. But my co-host, you're just supposed to go, hey, yay, you did it last nay. time. Renee, First you off, were the so. biggest offender last week. <laughs> keep it moving. Just one word answer, and we'll keep it moving because we have two and a half answers. So we cannot discuss it. We just have to go. So, ew, or oh, no, yeah. or wow. Yuck, or ew, whatever. So, yes. Corona beer virus oh, boy. has been taking flack. Have you heard about this? Bear virus? Corona beer <laughs> virus. Corona beer did some social. Mm. They were getting flack on oh, social geez. media yeah, mm-hmm. because of an that. ill-themed "coming ashore soon" seltzer. I mean, campaign for hard seltzer. You know, Corona beer, coronavirus yeah. coming. It was in other poor people taste. are making that joke. My response is, "Oh, geez." Yeah, um, <laughs> meth is floating the streets and it's uglier than ever. A medical professional recently told me that folks are so worried about the legal drugs, but meth oh. and crack are back. Universal Healthcare of Texas. Mm-hmm. There we go. Or help it. There we go. Here, here. The Trevor <laughs> Project and Puma. Puma the sneakers. Puma has committed a million dollars to support LGBTQ youth over three years. Nice. They're working with the Trevor Project to make that happen. Good for them. Oh. Yeah, right? Make sure you went out and buy some. Virginia mm. and Oklahoma. Yeah. Already you're scared. Move to protect LGBT youth from conversion therapy. Yeah. Good, because yeah. it's literally a medieval toy chart. <clears throat> yeah, I just have to always dig deeper in those because sometimes they say something else. Black LGBT youth and mental health. In our latest research, this is from Trevor Project, um, access to mental health. Uh, we examined the mental health of black LGBT youth and their access to care. We found that while black LGBT youth experience rates of depression, Depressed mood and suicide, suicide, similar to LGBT youth, they are significantly less likely to receive professional care. Can we read this one real quick? Because this is a really interesting, this is a crazy one. Go ahead and read it. So, Iran is forcing gay men to have gender transition surgeries to, quote, make them straight, unquote. Oh. Uh, Wow. uh, 
Last one. Not how that works. Uh, Words from a Trevor Project user. Honestly, thank you so much for your work in the community. The text line has helped me so much, and I have been shown kindness from the people on the other side of the conversation that I didn't even realize I needed. Do we have the phone number for the Trevor Project? We do. It's right here. (laughs) Yes, we do. I'm so excited. Yes. Also, I'm putting Trevor Project on a page on the site that I'm making top, and you can find all of the information cool. for it in the hotline. If you are an LGBT person suff- suffering from depression or suicidal thoughts, please dial 866-488-7386 to talk to a person for the Trevor Project. They will help you get through it. You've been listening to Germantown Community Radio, 92.9 FM, WGGTLP Philadelphia, and online at gtownradio.com. We've been Q the Mic. Thanks for listening. And we're out. Good night. Good night. Thanks, Ricky. Thank you. Bye.